Hello everyone, it's your host Alyssa and I'm here with another episode of Let's Get Real. Today I'm digging deep into my love life and I'm getting personal. But before I get started, I just want to put a disclaimer out there that all of my podcasts are raw and real. I do not edit my podcast because I want to be real and authentic with my listeners. I also want to say that I'm sorry that I have a stuffy nose today and I'm sorry for any random background noises. So grab a snack and sit back because, girl, today we are getting real. My first serious relationship was right out of high school. I believe we actually started dating in about April, so it was about a month before graduation. We jumped into things pretty quickly, and within a month of knowing each other, we were dating. We spent almost every moment we could together. We were always together. Honestly, we just clicked. He felt so familiar, and he felt like home. He quickly became my best friend. In fact, I actually lost friendships because of this relationship. I spent so much time with him that I pushed my friends away. I ruined friendships that probably could have lasted a lifetime, but now I will never know. And once we were in a serious committed relationship, he almost never let me have friends. It was him or no one at all. My timeline is a little blurry because I honestly try to keep all of these memories tucked far away. But after one year of dating, we moved in together. We lived in a small old trailer home with my sister and her boyfriend. It was a little crowded, but we made it work. Not long after, I remember a graduating trade school, and then my boyfriend and I began to travel. It was great at first, to be honest. I absolutely loved to travel, and I had been waiting for the perfect opportunity to do so. Our first stop was Colorado. We could be staying there, we, we would be staying there for about, I think, a little under two months. We stayed in a very small town called Julesburg in a cute little rundown motel. Honestly, I loved this little town, and I think it's probably because I am from a small town. There wasn't much to do there, just a few grocery stores, a small movie theater, and an old bowling alley, and a bar right across the street from the motel, but we weren't 21, so that didn't really matter. Things started off very well in our relationship and on the road. We traveled all over together from Colorado to New York to Illinois. I truly loved seeing all of the new places and just being a free spirit on the road, but to be honest, it got old really fast. Our relationship became very toxic and I really saw a change in him. It felt like everything was changing and I'm not sure if it was us living hotel to hotel, but it felt like our relationship was starting to crumble. I remember one night he wanted to go to the bar and drink. Yes, you heard me right. He wanted to go to the bar and drink even though we were not of legal drinking age. That never stopped him from getting alcohol and it never stopped him from doing what he wanted to do. Like he got alcohol regardless of his age. Anyways, I think that night I was upset that he wanted to go drink and it was around the holidays so I just wanted to spend time with him. I don't exactly remember the reason, but I remember him getting so angry that he pushed me onto the bed and he balled up his fist as if he was going to hit me. He wanted to. I could see it in his face, but he didn't. I think he might have actually just punched the bed next to my head, but I honestly don't remember. I just remember seeing the rage in his eyes and I honestly got scared. I was becoming very depressed at this point and I was starting to lose myself. It was also like winter time outside and I just feel like that's a depressing time of year, especially to be away from your friends and family. I was really missing my friends and family. Like I said, it was winter time, so this was the first Christmas that I had to spend away from my family and it was really getting to me. 
I wanted to be with him and I didn't want to leave, but I really wanted to go back home. The only problem was I was stuck, like physically stuck. I had literally nothing but the clothes on my back, the clothes in my suitcase, and my phone. I had no job, I had no car, I had no money, and I honestly didn't even have any friends. I was ultimately relying on my boyfriend at the time. One day I decided to call my mom and I told her I wanted to come home. I missed it, I didn't want to be on the road anymore. So she drove all the way to Illinois from Oklahoma to pick me up. I felt so bad, but I didn't know who else to call and I wanted to come home so bad. Shout out to Mama Bear, thanks mom. (laughs) After traveling for a couple months, we settled back in our old home and things went back to normal. (laughs) We were both working normal 9 to 5 Monday through Friday jobs and we were living the simple life, just going to work, coming home to each other, making dinner and watching TV until we fell asleep and then doing the same thing all over again the next day. It was honestly nice. I was happy and that was the life that I wanted. That was the life I was looking for. I know it sounds boring to other people, but going to work and coming home to my significant other, that's all I wanted. But things quickly went south after that. He began to drink very heavily and he started to become abusive. It was more verbal abuse than physical, but in my opinion, any kind of abuse is not okay. It got to the point where if I was out with my friends, he would call me, and if I didn't answer, he would threaten me or threaten to kill himself. It was extremely toxic. And honestly, I don't even want to share this next part, but I'm here to get real with you guys, so I'm laying it all out there. I remember one night I was at a friend's house, and I honestly don't even think we were together at the time because I told him I needed space. I wasn't answering my phone, and that really made him mad. So because I didn't answer my phone, he took intimate photos of me, and he posted them on Facebook. When I say that he took intimate photos of me, he literally took these photos of me. They were photos of me dressing and undressing in our bedroom, and I didn't even know these photos existed. And now they're on the internet for everyone to see. Not only did he post them, he tagged my best friend in them, which is how I found out. As you can probably assume, our fights got increasingly worse after that day. I kind of lost respect for him. I was embarrassed, disappointed, and a little bit disgusted. But somehow, I still loved him, and I still wanted him. One night, we got into an argument so bad that he picked up a beer bottle and threw it at me, and it shattered. There was glass all over our room. I think that was the final breaking point for me. I grew up around this kind of fighting and this was the last thing I wanted in my life. I was extremely upset because I knew our relationship was coming to an end and I knew I was about to lose my best friend, but I also knew it was right and that's why it hurt so bad. It was the right thing to do to walk away because I was worth more than this. He called me words that I have never been called by anyone before. He called me words that no one should ever be called. He called me words that no woman should ever be called. When we finally ended things, I almost felt like a free woman, like a caged bird set free. This was the first time being single since high school and I was now 21. I was at the bars like every single weekend. I was drinking a lot. I was honestly sad, but I wasn't as heartbroken as I thought I would be. And maybe it's just because our relationship was so toxic. After a while, we reconnected. Never as a couple though, only as friends. I could never see myself with him again after the way he treated me and I would never settle for that again. However, he was still one of my very close friends and I cared about him so much. I wanted him to get better and I wanted him to become a better person. 
I'm not really sure where things got worse, but they quickly got worse. He started using heavy drugs and stealing, and then he ended up in jail. That's when we started to become friends again. One day, I had thought about him, and I was just wondering how he was, where he was, where he was, how he was doing. So I tried to find him on social media, and he hadn't had any recent posts. So for some reason, I checked to see if he was in jail, and he was. So crazy me, I reached out to him, and I ended up visiting him. And then I began to write to him, and we wrote letters back and forth the entire time he was in there. When he got out, I was there for him. I was there the day that he got out to pick him up and take him to rehab. I visited him in rehab multiple times and really saw a change in him. I was happy. I was happy for him. But once he left rehab, voluntarily, might I add, things just went back to the way they were before, if not worse. I didn't want any part of that life. I tried to help him and I tried to be the best friend that I could be, but you can't help people that don't want help. I was done and I had no energy left. And as bad as he treated me, I still had love for him in my heart, but I knew I had to walk away. I think it took several months for me not to talk to him and think about him for our relationship or our friendship to finally fade, but our connection finally faded and I could finally just be who I wanted to be and do who I want do what I wanted to do and I felt free at this point. I don't know where he is today, but I do know that our relationship taught me something. It taught me so many different things, actually. It taught me not to hold on to someone that isn't good for you, and it taught me to walk away while you still can. I feel like things definitely could have gotten worse if I hadn't have walked away. And all in all, I don't regret any of my decisions I made. I'm happy that I have those experiences with him, and I'm happy that I got to travel to all those different places. Like I said in my first episode, all of these love stories have truly shaped the person that I am today, so I have to thank him for helping me find a little part of myself. That is the story of my first love. Trust me when I say there's so many little different details that I didn't put into the story that I could have. However, I don't think that those details are important. What is important to me is that I share my story and that I learn from it. And hopefully me telling my story will help someone out there. If anyone out there is listening and you feel trapped in a toxic relationship, just know that there is a way out and you do deserve better. Do not settle for less because there is someone out there that would love to give you everything, that would love to shower you with love and gifts and do anything to protect you and make you happy. So if you are on your journey to find true love, please don't give up. Know that there is someone out there for you. And I know this sounds cliche, but everything does happen for a reason. And things usually get worse before they get better. My final words of advice. Protect your heart and never settle for less than what you deserve. I hope you guys enjoyed digging deep into my relationships and my love life with me today. I love sharing my stories with you guys, even if there's only five people listening. It means a lot to me. So tune in next week to hear the next episode where I expand more on my love life and I will release the next episode, which will be my second love. I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast and... Thank you all so much for listening to Lissa's Creepcast.